Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the senior pastor of House of Judah, UK, the Happy Church, presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights untitled. Success Has No Uncles, 12 Cancers to Avoid at All Costs in Leadership, Ministry, and Management. You have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and tithes. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts. And failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website, www.housejitter.org.uk, or using the information on your screen. Not everybody will open a business, but if you don't open a business, at least you will be earning, you earn, you develop yourself to earn resources that make sure that you leave an inheritance to you and your children. I had a story yesterday. I couldn't sleep last night. I think I slept maybe just two hours or something. I was watching. I listened to sound various kinds of men of God. And this guy was teaching on uh, gen- building generational wealth. Everybody say generational wealth. Tell your neighbor, not one generation wealth. Say, say, say not one. We're talking about generational wealth. Generational wealth that survives and lives on last. That even when you are not here, it continues. And wealth is not only money. Relation, relational wealth. Your relationships must be wealthy. Your finances, wealth, your health, wealthy. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? So, um, he, he was saying, when, listen, when his mother passed, when his mother passed, when his mother was about to pass, this is Dr. Tunde Bakari. When his mother was about to pass, uh, he call, she called him to come and see her. And when he came, he said to her, Come with me to the bank. I've got some money in the bank. And when they got there, he did not know that his, money, his mother had been able to save. Everybody say, save, save, save. Ask your neighbor, are you a saver? Yeah, everybody must save. Save for your children. Save for your adults. Save for your young children. Save. Everybody save. If it's one pound, we do our 365 seed. Mama B did. We've been doing 365 seed uh, religiously for many years. We do, last year she did one for God. And she did one for herself. She was smiling to the, to the bank on 31st night. I do 10 pounds a week for God. And 10 pounds a week for me. But I don't use that 10 pounds a week for me. Anytime I see opportunity to bless a man of God or bless somebody, I go into that account. And I call it the Jesus account. I give God 365 pounds every 31st now. Someone on. 365. The least I will give is 365 or 10 pounds a week, which is 520. I give to God 31st night every year. Then the other 10 I give to people who I need to make sure that say, I'm building generationally. That my children, my grandchildren, my ministry, everything I do will never lack. These are principles. So the mother said, Come and see me. So when he came, he took her, she took him to the bank. And when they got to the bank, he said, wow, all this money. And he says, why did you ask me to come? And why are you taking all this money out of the bank? Why are you transferring it into my account? Okay, is it for me? He said, no. You are my son. But these monies are not for you. They are for my grandchildren. All the five of them, when they get married properly... Divide the money into five parts. Every one of them that gets married, that is what they start their marriage with. Thinking generationally. Thinking generationally. We have to start thinking that way. To start them out in life. So they don't go through what we will. That's why we need these teachings in church. Are you there? So, and that's why we need to adopt these behaviors. Behaviors, behaviors and habits of the rich. So, first thing they do, the rich and wealthy, upper class, everybody shout upper class, upper middle class, middle class, low class, poor class. Look, 
Listen, listen. You, can, you, you can't bind these things away. When you enter a plane, when you enter a plane, I told you my, the humorous story when we were going to, uh, where was it, Rotterdam or Amsterdam or somewhere. No, when we were going, the married couples were going to, uh, where was it we went, Devon or somewhere. And then uh, we had our tickets. And when we got there, the other side looked very nice. So we tried to cross the glass. And the thing said to me, the bishop, it didn't open. That means your ticket. Your ticket has is a particular class. Yeah. Go back. So shamefully, I think I did some psychedelic something to turn around. A whole delegation. I'm leading a delegation and the door closed before me because my ticket said low class or middle class or working class. No matter what you do, everything in life is in classes. The plane, you, 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 the train, the plane, the ship, the boat, the who. Everything is in classes. If I'm not satisfied with the class in which I am, I need to change something about it. Two of our ministers in the house, ladies, um, amen. Two of our lady ministers in the house traveled somewhere. And when they were coming back, they went with the economy. And when they were coming back, what they suffered when they were going, they decided that on our way back, no matter what, we would do something about it. So they, 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 whatever they did, they changed it to what? Premium economy. They upgraded and said, never. Never. It's a decision you must make. That's why you have to, you have to know these things and change your story. You need to change your story. Are, are you there? Yes. And those of you, if you are, if you are, this is something that is, uh, we've noticed is working for us. Uh, we've been with British Airways for many years. And the more, the more what? That's right. The more you travel, you get more points and then you join the executive club. So you move from blue to bronze to silver to gold, to platinum. And so, as you move like that, a time comes when even you're going somewhere, they can upgrade for... They, your membership determines your upgrade and where you sit. So, let's, don't, let's not be crefe crefe too much. You know, let's not be spiré spiré. Let's live in... Look, let's enjoy earth and let's enjoy heaven. You can either go to heaven like Lazarus or like the... Abraham, rich man. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So you decide. That's why we need information. Amen. Remember the scripture we read last week. It says he gives us richly all things to enjoy. And then it says when he gives us richly those things to enjoy, we should use it to what? To do good. To do good. To do good. Can I have more volume? I think uh, so. Okay. So, first thing. Everybody say, the first thing rich people do. Say the first thing. Rich people do is they live within their means. Amen. I can't feel you today. Is there some? Should we get up and pray for five, thirty minutes or something? You good? You're all good. Okay. They live within their means. They believe in frugality, the art of being economical or wise. Look, this is the time in which we live. <laughs> you need to be frugal. Uh -huh. You need to be very wise with your money. You know, I was surprised. I don't know whether, I was, whether surprise is the word. I was surprised when I used to hang, when, when, I, when I started hanging around with the winners, winners chapel, that they don't, when they are doing shopping for stationery and all those things, they don't just buy from the first shop they go to. They shop around before, with all the monies that they have. Because God is very concerned about how faithful we are with the resources we have to increase us. So, frugal, they live within their means. Number two, they don't build their lifestyle ahead of their income. Rather, they create a salary to fit or determine their lifestyle. You want to fly economy, well, you save for economy. You want to fly premium, you save for premium. You want to fly business class. So, don't build your lifestyle ahead of your... You don't say, um, um, next week I'll get 2,000 pounds. Uh -huh. Then start spending it. Before the money comes. No. No. Wait till the thing comes. And then you do what you need to do. 
Because if you, if you are a rich person, becoming richer, the behavior of the rich is they don't build their lifestyle ahead of their income. Rather, they create a salary to fit or determine their lifestyle. Did you get that one? Okay, number three, they don't gamble. They don't gamble or play the lottery as a habit. There are some people who play the lottery as a habit. There's no surety and guarantee with that. So don't do that as a habit. Amen. But rather they are addicted to hard work, smart work, wise work, intelligent work. Work wisely. Work wisely and work intelligently. Those who succeed in life work wisely and work intelligently. Number four, they read every day. They read every day. Read. And I'm not talking about books that just decorate your emotions. They read every day. They read sound books. I bought six books, six mini books by my twin brother. Two of them, three, I think four of them, three of them on leadership, three of them on um, finances. And then everybody go on YouTube and watch Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Rich Dad, I've sent it to you on the WhatsApp platform before. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Listen to it. Audio. Listen to audio books, sound audio books. Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, um, The Millionaire Mind. Read books, sound books, and my books, uh, The Budgeting and uh, Reasons for Lack. Amen? Get those books, 21 Reasons Why You Should Not Be Poor. Reasons for Lack. Young people, you need to attempt to start reading at least one book, one book. One mini book a, a week. We're going to create the reading club. And you get rewards at our anniversaries and at Christmas. Reading club. You're going to join my reading club. Amen. It's going to change your life. So, they read every day. That's what they rich do. Number four, they don't spend unnecessary time in front of the TV or watching Netflix news or surfing the net without purpose. The, the key word is without purpose. So watch TV, watch Netflix movies, all those, but do it with purpose. You need recreation, you need leisure, you need entertainment, but that is after you have been productive. Is understanding coming? Okay, number six, their addiction to financial freedom and education and literacy has taught them not to trust in uncertain riches. And I gave you examples of some millionaires who, in 1923 who 25 years later had nothing to show. So, so that's why the Bible said don't trust in uncertain riches. Nothing is permanent these days. Especially within the economic climate in which we see our, or find ourselves. Amen. Because uh, resources can be dead today and tomorrow is not. I gave you the scripture, Proverbs 23 verse 5. He said, Will thou set thine eyes upon that which is not for riches? Certainly make themselves wings. Riches have a way of flying away from you. Riches make themselves wings. And then fly away as an eagle toward heaven. So there are times when riches will just fly away. So don't trust in uncertain riches, but rather trust in the living God. Amen is coming. Number seven, they control their emotions and intentionally avoid impulse spending. I feel like spending. No, you can't, you can't do that. They control their emotions and intentionally avoid impulse spending and spending more than they earn. Never spend. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, never spend more than you earn. Always stay within your boundaries. What you earn. Stay within that. You tithe, you give offering, you save some for yourself, you invest some. Stay within your boundaries. If you need to do something, take your time. Process, process. Don't, Rome was not built in a day. Take your time. That thing that you want in your house, or that business you want to set up, or that holiday you want to go to. I've been, my wife wants to go to, I promised her, uh, uh, how she wants to, she likes Hawaii. I want to go to Hawaii to see uh, Steve Margaret before he passes, even though he has passed. But there's a new one. So, 
I'm planning and saving for the Hawaii. Until then, I go to Ghana. Are you there? We're keeping it real now. Amen. Hashtag keeping it real. Take, Take your time. She's still waiting. July will be 35 years married. 35. So I need to do show. I need to do something. So pray for me. I'm raising intercessors. To pray for me. So I can... Do these 21 things of the rich. So the money is there to take her to the Hawaii. I've taken her to Dubai already, but uh, Hawaii is where her heart is. And she said, I promised to take her to, on a, a cruise. Then I heard of the Concordia. Then I used that as an excuse not to go anywhere. You know, the Concordia that got stuck in the air. Since the Concordias have been happening. Every time I make a moment to go. So then the, the other one, the, that ship got caught somewhere in there somewhere. And then the other one that got caught in the Gaza Strip or Canal or something. So I use that as an excuse. But the excuse is over now. Then the lockdown came. Now lockdown is over. My point is, save for. Uh, take your time and save for it. Thank God I have a good wife. But now they have been killed. Now all the promises I made I haven't delivered. May you have that kind of wife. I said may you have that kind of wife. And may you have that kind of husband. Amen. Everybody receive grace to fulfill that promise. Receive resources to fulfill that promise. Receive power to get wealth in the name of Jesus. Number eight. They are generous distributors like John D. Rockefeller. And they live by the philosophy that you never lack what you give. You only lack what you keep. You see, anything that you want more of, give more of it. You know, the Bible says, he that had friends. But show himself friendly. If you want friends, the key, to, uh, the key to having friends in your life is not to ask people to become your friends, but to become friendly. When you are friendly with people, they will automatically graduate, gravitate towards you. You sow friendship, you reap friendship. You sow love, you reap love. You sow smile, you reap smile. Anything you want more of, give more of it. You don't lack what you give. You only lack what you keep. Amen. And that's why rich people understand that very well. They are very generous, so always they have resources to conduct their businesses. Number nine, they net with like-minded people based on their vision, their passion, their destination. And I said last week, they volunteer regularly with this in mind, that the poor and average look for work, but the rich network, 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 network. Amen. In this church, you must network. Amen. Get involved in relationships that are always positive, that are always productive. Amen. Some people know certain things you don't know. You know, I came last week, I was watching the program, our church program, and I noticed that the audio department, the media department, have included some new uh, audiovisuals. And this morning when we came, whilst we were waiting, uh, during the prayer time, I saw the, I see other churches that are high in those areas, you know, displaying all, all those audiovisuals. And I saw they displaying that, you know, on us, that our screen is also showing those things that I see, those mega churches. So I went down to our minister at the back there and said, this is good stuff. And she said, we are trying small, small. This is what, this networking, networking. I, don't, I can't be there. Networking, you know, as you network with others, you strengthen them, they strengthen all of us in this house. We must get involved in networking. Amen. Bring forth your strengths and let others bring their strengths. We can achieve a lot more by so doing. Did I hear the amen? So, network with like, and that, that, like, on that note, let me also appreciate every one of you last week who, when the ladies came out and requested for the backing for the uh, the big lunch, you guys, you did great. God bless you. God bless you. God bless. That was very good. Well, the team was very encouraged, and I was as well. So, God bless you. Amen. Networking. Number 10, they go above and beyond in work. They go above and beyond. Don't just stick to what you are told to do. Go beyond this big lunch. Let's go beyond. Let's go beyond. Everything in life that succeeds involves sacrifices. Amen. Sacrifices. So let's go. Rich people, the reason why they're always rich and wealthy, they're always going above and beyond. 
above and beyond in working, in servicing, in business, in everything you do. Go above and beyond what you are required to do. Wherever they are, they don't just do what is required of them, but they do what? More. That's why you have David uh, said, um, besides in my devotion to the temple, I gave over and above what I was supposed to give. When it comes to giving for God's work, always go above and beyond. Everything that you have to do, your church, your ministry, your department, always go above and beyond. That's the behavior of the rich. Number 11, they set goals. They set goals, not wishes. At the beginning of this year, did you set goals? Are you pursuing them? Our departments, we must set goals. We must pursue them. We are aiming at this big lunch. It's not just a big lunch celebrating the Queen's Platinum. It's one of our goals is to make it evangelistic. To make sure souls are saved. Souls are saved. People are delivered. They will eat. They will be entertained. They will be preached to. They will be uh, worshipped, praised, everything. And make sure they get saved and join our church. Did I hear the amen? So that's our goal. It is an evangelistic outreach. Everybody say evangelistic. Outreach. Uh-huh. You know, Jesus preached to the people, the 5,000 men plus children, and, you know, and then after that, then he fed them. He preached to them, fed them. This one will feed them. Then in the midst of the feeding them, will preach to them, and they can eat again. Then we'll sing to them, and do everything, and dramatize them. And our anniversary is coming up. We have the concert. Our concert comes. All of these are evangelistic outreach. Because God wants to see his house filled. Is an amen coming. So everything we'll be doing evangelistic, evangelistic. And we'll be backing it all up with prayer. This is a big lunch that we'll be backing up with prayer. Because it is spiritual. Did I hear the amen? Let your amen be louder. Everybody say, they said goals, not wishes. And they pursue them, knowing very well that excessive sleep can be very expensive. I gave you the statistics of sleeping, oversleeping. Did you remember that? Okay, let's move on. Number 12, they avoid procrastination. Avoid procrastination. They avoid procrastination. Postponing what you should do today to tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. Bearing in mind there are three types of people. Those ahead of schedule. Those on schedule and those behind schedule. Shout Amen. If we are behind, most people are behind schedule. When you look at some of the things you need to do, you will discover I'm behind schedule. So, an agency must come on us. Did I hear the Amen? To become on schedule, come on schedule or be ahead of schedule. So, rich people avoid procrastination. Everybody say, I will avoid procrastination. I will do what I must do today, not postpone it to tomorrow. You know, when um, in your house, when you see the plates, the dishes that have not been washed, anybody at all in the house should wash the dishes when they see it's out there for quite a while. Take the initiative. Don't wait for somebody to wake up and do it. Except in your house, you have a job description. There are dishwashers. I mean, there are, what was it? There are dish, was it? Dishwashers. Human dishwashers. And there are human cleaners. If you have a job description like that in your house, then that's fine. But in my house, I woke up this morning and the thing was all over the place. So I just washed the dishes and did everything. And your attitude always in your house must be, it is our house. So, children, adults, young adults, whoever, when you see some things that need to be, don't wait for mommy, don't wait for daddy, don't wait for children, don't wait for adults, don't wait for husband, don't wait for wife. Clean your house and let your house look tidy all the time. Don't procrastinate. I didn't, is an, have I stepped on somebody's toes or something? Let your amen come quickly, please. Don't wait for your husband. Don't wait for your wife. The dishes are there. Your husband is asleep. Don't wait for your mother. Don't wait for your father. Just do it. Hey, are we here? Some people are looking guilty. Children, adults, youth, parents, mother, father, wife, husband, everybody. Hover, hoover, vacuum clean, do everything. 
is your house, isn't it? Yep, yeah, if you have not married, you are preparing for your, or if you are married, you are preparing for your own house. Mm, take the stuff, I'll put it in the bin outside. Amen. It doesn't take away your beauty or your degrees. Amen. <laughs> hey, are you there? Okay, you know, you don't know who will stop in your house. There are certain relationships you have that sometimes just stop. Amen. They just stop. They go, they look through the window to see whether you are there. I will, I'll, let me not go further than that one. Shall I? Amen. There are some nice people you know that sometimes will stop by your house. So make sure when they enter the, through the door, they are not smelling the kinky, the soup that has gone off. Amen. Light the candle. Put the candles on. Get the, uh, what's that thing I like? Lily, sister Lily, give me the, who? Incense. Uh huh. Jesus, when he was born, they brought incense, a frank incense. That's, eh? That's, uh, Avon. 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 Is that Avon? Talk to me, y'all. Avon. They brought frank incense and gold. Your house must smell nice. When we enter your house, we should want to come back. Not be driven away by African food or Caribbean aroma. You people are messing up my message. It's part of the habits of the rich. Use deodorant. Get cologne. Eh? Parents, those of you who have daughters, sons, get them deodorant. Right God, save God, whatever God. Always have deodorants. Amen. Splash, splash, splash. I went somewhere and then this white man said, I could smell you coming. At least better you smell me good coming than bad coming. These are our habits of the rich. Deodorant. Buy your daughter's deodorant. Get them the bath. Okay, Mama B said bath first. Before there's a mixture. Are you all alright? <laughs> I feel like I'm alone here. Okay. And you too. If somebody buys you deodorant or cologne, don't say, am I smelling? Am I smelling? Did you smell something? Yes, accept it and thank them. When you enter my car, there's this powerful perfume. A gift. You can tell, aha. Yeah. Because you know, amen. Now when we do shopping, you know, when you, especially when you have children, there's always things, you know, the, uh, the McDonald's cup there, you know, all those things, you know. Okay, let's carry on. It's not part of the message, but... Number 13, they talk less and listen more. Talk less and listen more. This will be, you'll be surprised that, ah, rich people, <laughs> what kind of, why should, why should they, what is, what's all this? You should talk only about money. No, no, no. It's a complete set. Amen. They talk less and listen more. You learn more by listening. You now, when I'm in a company of people, I listen to them talk. And then I'll say something. But there are some people, whilst you are talking, while you say, okay, amen. You talk, and I will talk. Uh, <laughs> you won't be heard. No. They will talk, sir. No, you don't learn things that, that way. Listen more, and you will learn a lot. Amen. Okay, number 14. They avoid toxic, poisonous people and relationships. It's strange. But these things are real. We, only, we are only as successful as the people we spend the most time with. It says, out of the wealthy, successful people, 86% associate with other successful people. But 96% of those struggling financially stick with other struggling financially. I mean, you have a group of people who are struggling financially. And that's, the peop- that's your favorite place. These people are always drinking 
and and you know doing all kinds. That's the group. So <laughs> you get worse. You need to find productive relationships. Amen. There are certain relationships that are toxic. There are certain relationships that are uh, people that are toxic. You need to avoid that. Because rich people avoid. They always want to make progress. So you don't want to be in a relationship that is toxic or just accompanied. Or being in the company of people who are always toxic. There's always one drama or the other. No, you won't live long that way. You need to work with people who keep you insane. Mentally, ins- mentally sane. Sorry. Mentally sane. Sane. Are you there? If you are in a company of people and every time you are holding your head. Like this day, Baba, my grandson these days. What is it he says these days? Oh, say what? Oh, my days. And then our granddaughter now says, oh, dear. Oh dear, look at these children. At their age, I was 24 because I, before I heard, I was 26 when I came to this country when I heard, oh dear, um, oh my days. Look at these people. That's why I said these people are very smart. So let's invest in them. Did I hear amen? 15. Everybody scream 15. Push your neighbor if they are sleeping and say 15. Amen. It's a teaching service. I don't want to scream. Amen. Fifteen. They are relentless, persistent. You know, I sent you a clip. Did you see it? Uh, the the Dubai president's clip. Okay, that's fine. I'll send it to you guys. I will play it next week. They are relentless, persistent. Don't give up, and are addicted to excellence, not average. Rich people are very relentless, persistent. No matter what you do, you are just persistent. Nothing but the best is their motto. And they eliminate bad luck and the word luck, 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 and impossible from their dictionary. I give you an example of what the president of Dubai, United Arab Emirates, said that the word impossible is not in our dictionary. So don't use the word impossible. Listen, instead of saying I cannot afford it, say how can I afford it? Amen. If I have time, I'm going to talk to you about uh, a chapter in the... Rich dad, poor dad. What distinguished the rich dad from the poor dad? It's all, it was all about his mentality. One used to say, I cannot afford it. Anytime something happens, says, I cannot afford it. The other used to say, how can I afford it? What can I do? So they challenge their mind. You see, anytime you use your mind, you challenge your mind, you use your brains. Just as you do physical exercise to keep your body fit, you must exercise your mind to keep your mind also fit. Don't say, I cannot afford it. We know in the natural you cannot afford it, but then... How can I afford it? That's, once you do that, your mind begins to generate answers. Did I hear the amen? So, number 16. Let's continue from there and then finish today. Number 16. They set aside, they set aside the self-limiting beliefs holding them back. They don't entertain the word limitations. 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 Napoleon Hill said... There are no limitations to the mind, except those that we acknowledge. There are no limitations to the mind, except the ones that we acknowledge. Shout a better Amen. Number 17. They have valid... Are you writing? Am I too fast? Are you okay? You got... You want me to go back? Are you okay? Okay, number 17. They have valid... Direct, close, personal, and indirect or distant mentors whose words and whose wisdom they tap into daily through their resource materials. You may not have mentors that you have physical access to. Most of our mentors are far away. Most of our mentors are very busy. Bishop Oedipo said, I don't even spend one hour with my wife. (laughs) Why would I spend one hour with you? So you say that's your spiritual father or your pastor. He says, I want to come and sit down with my pastor for one hour to explain all this, 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 this. No, no, no. They don't have one hour to spend with you. Spend one hour with their books. Every man's secret is in their stories. And their stories are in their books or messages. You hang around their messages. You listen to their messages. You read their books. You are tapping into their wisdom. Read the books of men. When you buy books, you are not buying a book. You are buying the author. You are buying the wisdom of the author. You don't buy books. You buy the author. What is working for him that they are putting books? What is working for them that they are putting messages? You'll be surprised at the number hundred, if I'm not exaggerating, hundreds of people, thousands of people 
who watch our messages which have changed their lives. And they are still watching on Leadership Secrets, KICC. Uh, some have gone all the way back to when the lockdown began, are watching lunch hour with high achievers. We have somebody who joined our church and still in our church who joined our church because of lunch hour with high achievers. Yeah, and I've started tithing in this church. You don't need to spend, if I'm not available, you don't need to spend one hour with me. Spend one hour with my books. Spend everything about finances is in my books. At least those that I've released so far and the ones that are coming. Everybody's secret is in their stories and they always tell their stories through books, through messages, through MP3s, MP4s, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Go there. And as they are, you are listening, you are catching their spirit. That's I'm always listening to. You know, there are younger versions of men of God that are coming up now in Nigeria and Ghana. I'm always on YouTube, learning, always learning, catching, 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 always learning. I never know the opportun- when opportunity will arise where I need to deliver some kind of sermon or message or something. I'm always, I don't get ready. I stay ready. I'm always reading, always studying, always following after fathers. All the time. Various kinds of... So, I'm an amalgamation and conglomeration of many anointings and graces. You must follow sound people. Beginning with your pastor. Beginning with your pastor. I'm not advertising myself. I'm telling you, beginning with your pastor or your bishop. Your pastor. Anyone watching right now. Wherever church, you, whichever church you go to, God has put you there. Sit under that pastor, receive their wisdom, and you begin to manifest the things that they manifest. Did I hear your amen? So, they have valid. You can put that up again. They have valid. Everybody say valid. It's not assumed. You know, there are some people who say, that's my mentor. Your mentor, and the person doesn't know you at all. You don't read their books. You don't follow their conferences. You don't follow their webinar. You don't, you don't. How can they say, that's my mentor? They have valid, direct, close, personal and indirect. There are mentors that are direct. You have access to them directly. And there are some you have access to them indirectly. Through their materials. Distant mentors. Whose words? Their words. Their wisdom. You tap into daily through their resource materials. So get their materials. You know all my books right there. 43 to 44 books. On all kinds of subjects. Everybody here you can succeed in every area. If you read those books. And then just practice them. Did I hear amen? Remember, your mentor is a picture of your what? Your future. Everybody say, your mentor is a picture of your future. If you, this, if you say, this is my mentor, anytime you say, this is my mentor, that mentor is a picture of what you are going to become. If you are following that person. Amen. I saw one of our sisters put a clip on uh, Facebook or so. Something similar to what I taught last week. Amen. You're catching it and you're delivering. You're catching it and you're delivering. Say amen. Because there's no new thing under the sun. I'm always learning. My twin brother says, I go on your website and I learn this and I learn that. I go on websites and I'm learning this and I'm learning that. You know, we have to learn in the lockdown, this stream yard, you know, all this new. Have you been on our stream yard, lunch hour and all this? You see the new graphics and new, including... Uh, uh, extracting music from YouTube and making the thing, you know, not but making it, you understand what I'm saying? I had to go there. Nobody taught me how to go there and find a way of, of, of making our broadcasts current and better and interactive. You teach yourself through mentors, directly or indirectly. You will make it. You will make it. Among the wealthy, 93% who had a mentor attributed their success to that person. Among the wealthy, 93% of who had a mentor attributed their success to their parents. That's another thing. Lift up your head. There are some people who don't want to refer to anybody as the reason why they have succeeded. <laughs> that's not, that's not, let me put it in a nice way. That's not a very good thing. You know, everybody is a product of somebody else's help. Learn to, if you don't acknowledge somebody's input in your life, nobody will acknowledge you. So learn to always acknowledge where you learn the thing you have learned from. Did I hear? It won't kill you. It will rather enhance you. Amen has gone. 
mentors regularly and actively actively participate in your growth by teaching you what to do and what not to do. Shout Amen. Finding such a teacher is one of the best and least painful ways to become rich. Finding your appointed teachers and mentors is one of the best ways and least painful ways to become rich. You avoid your pain. Amen. 19, we're getting there. Number 18, rather. They know their main purpose and pursue it. They know their main purpose and pursue it with laser-like focus. Focus. You find your purpose, what you want to become, and pursue it with laser-like focus. There are many things that will try to distract you in life. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. They know their main purpose and they pursue it with laser-like. Laser-like focus and precision. You know, like the children. Children in school, high school, whichever, uni, whatever. Focus. Focus on your education. Focus on your education. You know, when I went to, when I was in secondary school, instead of learning, I was playing. And ended up with very bad grades, including nine in science, nine in maths, nine in... So, uh, even English. Who, who resits English? I had to resit my English and maths or something to that effect. Before I had to go to polytechnic and all that. Whilst you are in school, focus. Focus. And get the grades. Get M M M at the grades you want. I was speaking to one of the daughters upstairs. She was telling me the grades she's aiming at. These are the aims she's. These are the grades she's aiming at. Focus on your grades. Look, schooling is for a season. Continuous learning is for life. So whilst you're in school, the reason why you are there, get everything you need to get there. Amen. There, we are not growing younger. Oh. Shout a better amen. amen. Whilst you're in school, focus. Get the grades. Give it your best shot. Amen coming or going. They know their main purpose and pursue it with laser-like focus. 19. They reinvent themselves whilst others stay the same. You see? <laughs> reinvent yourself for where you are going. Where are you going? Reinvent yourself for there. When I started out as a pastor, I was just a pastor. So I was training, I was just focused on pastoring. But then as we kept moving, then you move into leadership training, finance training, other things, leadership conferences, etc., 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 etc. Teach yourself how to do stuff on Zoom, on StreamYard, on other things. You teach yourself if nobody is there to... Look, not everybody is there to teach you all the time. So make time to teach yourself. Did I hear you, man? Teach yourself. Train yourself. So, they reinvent themselves whilst others stay this. You need to reinvent yourself for where you are good. Like if you're going to get married. Your language must think. Your behavior must. Cooking for yourself only has to change. Not to start, you need to start learning how to cook two meals. No one. Reinvent. Reinvent yourself for your destination. Shout Amen. Number 20. Okay. And then number 19. They reinvent themselves. Um, they reinvent themselves whilst others stay the same. They are always evolving because, listen. Today is the tomorrow you spoke about and did something about yesterday. Tomorrow will be what you speak about and create today. Did you see that? Take a picture of that or write it down. Today is the tomorrow you spoke about and did something about yesterday. That's why you are in today. Tomorrow will be what you speak about and create today. Are you understanding? Tomorrow will not just come. The kind of tomorrow you and I are looking for will not just come. You need to speak it and create it. Don't just confess it. Profess it. I want to be a rich person tomorrow. I want to save 10,000 pounds by the end of July. And then every evening, you are being taken away. You spoke about it that you'll be free financially by July, but your, your, your behaviors 
and habits are not matching your confession. So, today is a tomorrow you spoke about and did something about yesterday. And tomorrow will be the... Are you understanding what you are clapping myself? Tomorrow will be what you speak about and create today. Create. The best way to predict your future is to create it. The best way to predict your future is to create it. I have things I want to do. Things as well. I'm preparing myself for those things I want to do. To see the tomorrow I want to see. Is an amen there? That's why habits, habits, behaviors. Tomorrow, tomorrow is the... Tomorrow will be what you speak about and create today. Alright, let's finish. Number 20. Achievers embrace challenges and take chances. Achievers. The wealthy embrace challenges. There is nowhere you are going to go that you won't face challenges. There is a giant in everybody's promised land. There is a Goliath in everybody's promised land. So it's not as this thing I want to set up. There are many, many people standing in my way. They are, everybody is standing in the way of somebody. That should not be an excuse. There are those who say there is a lion in the street. Since when did you see a lion? Solomon said the people who are lazy say there is a lion in the street. There is no lion anywhere. It's an imaginary lion. You know, how many of you have heard of my new book? One of my latest books. How many of you have seen my new book, 21 Lions You Must Kill? How many of you have seen it? How many of you have seen that book? Have you seen it? <laughs> okay. That book is, that word, 21 Lions, is about 21 different kinds of fears you must overcome. I haven't launched it yet. But it's available. 21 fears you need to kill. Embrace. Rich people embrace challenges and take chances. In life, competition is important but satisfaction is more important. Shout amen. Then, last one. They believe, rich people believe that success is as a result of the law of cause and effect. Not luck. Success is by design, not by default. Success in anything does not just happen. You design it. You design that success. You want that thing to be a success, you design it. Success is not by default. Success is by design. So, rich people believe success is as a result of the law of cause. There is a cause and there is an effect. There is a cause. Every effect is because of a cause. Are you understanding? Every effect is because of a cause you took. Or a step you took. The law of cause and effect. Why does Mama B have 365 pounds on the 31st night? Because she took the course of saving one pound every single day. Amen. She told, she told the story of the one she put her hands into to do something and then something dried. And she learned from it. You set yourself that there's a cause and effect. Life is not by luck. It's not, even that lucky, you must lucky yourself to lucky. Even lucky... Becomes, you become lucky by doing lucky things. Amen there. Just that we know that we don't do with luck. We don't do luck. We do uh, blessed. But even blessing is not free. Is amen coming? <laughs> Average people believe in luck. Wise people believe in the law of cause and effect. How do I have money to give to people who are in need? Because I put ten pounds aside every month out of whatever I get to bless people and bless men of God. It doesn't come from my current account. The money I send to my mother-in-law is not from my current account. It's from my 80, 20 or 70, 30 principle. No matter how you are dying or my parents or whoever is dying, I'm not going into the, the joint account to send them money. There's an account for that. If it's finished, it's finished. Pray. Don't jump into the current account and start fighting with your husband or your wife. Say, my mother is said she, she's not eating. It's a lie. We eat three times a day where they are. We eat twice. I can't hear you, man. You know, I took some decisions in the past, so my people, they have left me alone. And they respect, they respect me for it. If I have it, I will call. You know, sometimes they call. You know the calling. You know you can discern the reason for the call. You descend. This is spiritual discernment. Tell this call. How are you? Tomorrow. How are you? Today. Are you well? That means by Friday send me something. 
you should know. If it's your is your Jesus account or your benevolence benevolence account, is there money there or this month that money is finished? Then you wait till the next month to save. Don't jump into your mortgage account or rent account to do charity. Don't use your tithe to do something else. Rich people, this is their behavior and habits of the rich. Did I hear amen? There's no way I'm going to use my tithe to bless anybody. I'll sell my shoe or something and sell it and give it to you, but not my tithe. It's not going to happen. Shout amen. Then finally, the last slide. What is it that separates the rich from the poor? This is the last slide. Can you all see it up there? Take a screenshot of it. Take a screenshot of it. Take a screenshot of it. What is it that separates the rich from the poor? This is it. Because you see, look, this reason why we are teaching this, God wants to bless His people to become a blessing. You know, we can't do this big lunch with tongues, praying in tongues. It takes resources to reach out to the world. So, this thing we are teaching is very vital in churches. Pastor Matthew, every Sunday morning, that's a life class. That life class, they don't talk on holiness and righteousness. They talk on biblical success principles. There's a time to teach on those things. That's why we have 12 months on different subjects. But we need to make time to teach these principles. We shouldn't just be spiritual. We must be productive. Amen coming. I said, is amen coming? Okay, so let's go over this for the next five minutes. We have 20 minutes to one. Shout amen. So let's go over this. What separates the rich from the poor is their mentality, their behavior, and their habits is based on how they think. Look at why there's upper class, why there's upper middle class, why there's uh, uh, what? Working class, middle class, low class, poor class. Look at the reasons why. The mentality of the poor versus the... And what changes your mentality is teaching, these teachings. Look at the mentality of the rich versus the poor. The poor say, everybody read it with me. First line, what's the mentality of the poor towards success? What do they say? Success is unimportant. When you talk about, ah, why should we teach on these things? Why should we teach on this in church? Success, success. Like the comedian, success. In, in Nigerian comedian, the young girl, success. Success is not important. We shouldn't teach those kind of things in church. We sure when we come to church, we have to teach on you know, spiray, spiray. Okay. When you cast out the spiray, and you go to the shop, and you can't buy the food, tell me about sources. Not important. To the poor, and when we say the poor, we are not talking about, every time I talk about the poor, I like to emphasize the fact that I'm not talking about people whose background is poor and have no access to information. I'm talking about people who were raised poor, but now they have access to information like this and can change, but they refuse to change or have a certain mentality towards success. Are you understanding? So to the poor, their, their mindset is success is not important. Let's not talk about success. But to the rich, success is what? An obligation. It's an obligation. A must. You have to talk about success. You have to learn about success. I have a book called Success Has No Uncles. You need to buy that book. It's all there. We have it all in this church. It's right there. Success has no uncles. Don't wait for somebody to die. They are doing exercises to stay alive. You know, the queen has been taking a rest for a while. Prince Charles, uh, Prince Edward, and uh, all the others, Catherine and all these things have been assisting. Yesterday, she showed up. She just showed up. Just for people to know, I'm still here. That's my interpretation. That's a humor. She just showed up at the train station to see the new station called Elizabeth Line. Yeah. That uncle you are waiting to die. Don't pray for anybody to die. Success has no uncles. Create your own success. Save God. Tithe. Give. Do these things and create your success because we are an these last days you are going to be number one. You are going to be the head and not the tail. You are going to be a solution provider. Is amen coming or is amen gone? Develop yourself. Success is important. It's an obligation. Second mentality of the poor, what they say? They blame others. Always blaming others. But what do the rich do? They take responsibility. 
What do the poor do? They spend money while the rich invest. You see, there's no prayer. No prayer is in the list there. There's no prayer there. Prayer is before and after this. These are practical behaviors and habits. Prayer has its place. They spend. Poor people spend. Except money doesn't come. Poor people, average people, middle class people, working class people, poor, low class. It's just spending, sir. You know, listen, all of you, for the past five to six, seven years, I haven't bought any clothes or whatever. But now, when was the last time you came to church and I was wearing the same clothes and you decided to go back home? Who cares? It's what you have to say. As long as you are wearing clothes, just as, as long as you didn't come here naked, we are fine. Amen. So, you guys, start save. Amen. Don't need to buy new clothes. The ones you are wearing is very nice. We like it. We are very happy with it for you. Just start saving. Don't just keep spending, spending, spending. They spend, but they have the poor, rich, rich people do what? Invest. Let's, con- let's finish. What's the next one? They refuse to study. Uh-huh. Why the rich do what? Read and study all the time. What are we doing right now? We are studying. Are we studying? Are we studying? Next point. The attention, the, the poor. Oh, average. The attention is always on the past. Who did this to me? Who left me? Who who? And the rich people, the attention is always on the future. You see the difference? You see the difference? Yeah. Number, next one, they are income driven. But the rich are what? Net worth. You remember net worth last week? What is my net worth? The poor always, what, uh, what am I earning this week? What is my salary? They are just income driven. Whereas, when I teach next week on uh, creating multiple streams of income and then just, just stop depending on just salary. Don't resign from your job. Whilst you are you're earning salary, after 5 p.m., develop yourself to start getting ideas to create additional sources of income. Amen, Coming. Let's finish. What's the next one? The poor think small, but the rich what? Think big. Next one, they fear change, whereas the rich what? Embrace change. Now, next one, they criticize others. Next people, and then rich do what? They rather compliment. <laughs> You, you, you know something that I don't know. And I want to know that thing from you. And I'm criticizing you. You're not going to teach me what you know. So stop. Let's stop criticizing people. There are some people who have a habit of criticizing rich people. And because you do, people do that, they don't attract what they have. Let's finish. They waste. Poor people waste time. Rich people buy time. Next one. They cause problems. As the other people. You, are, you don't have enough and you are causing problems. Look at the behavior. Next one, they depend on a single flow of income, whereas the rich create multiple flows of income. Then the last one, they are work-driven, whereas the rich are goals-driven. You know, the poor work for money, but the rich make their money work for them. <laughs> they invest with OPM. And uh, other things, joint JV and other things. Amen. Did you get anything? Were you blessed? Yes. Give Jesus a big hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Lift up your hands and let's thank Him. And let's receive grace. Let's receive grace to do what we have heard. Let's receive grace. Let's receive grace. Let's receive grace. It takes grace, divine enablement to do what we have heard. Good to hear, but we receive grace. We receive grace, we receive grace. To do, to do, to do, to do. Grace to do, grace to do, grace to do. We receive it. We receive it. In Jesus' name. 
Cottonwood Publications presents the Financial Freedom Pack. The four newly released books by the author and prolific writer, Dr. Michael Cottonwood. Titles are 21 Reasons Why No Believer or a Pastor Should Be Poor, How to Get Out of Debt, and Stay Out of Debt, Steps to Becoming Debt-Free, Why Budgeting is Not an Option, and Reasons Why People Walk in Lack. Order your copies today by calling 0208-689-6010 or order online at Amazon.co.uk, www.hasajuda.org. UK or michaelhottonwood.org. Debit or credit card accepted. Secure online payments by Visa card, MasterCard, Charge card, stored valued card, each card, and PayPal.